welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. In Hebrews chapter 1, we found out that Jesus is superior than the angels. And actually, he started by talking about the superiority of Christ. God, in times past, the God of the fathers, the God of the Old Testament, related to us, spoke to us, spoke to us in diverse ways, various times, by the prophets, say the prophets. Say, I can't hear you. But in these last days, he's speaking to us, he's spoken to us by his son. Then he began to talk about the son. Seven things he spoke about the son. He said that seven things he spoke about the son. He said the son was appointed, he's been appointed heir of all things. Number two, the son, um, through the son, the worlds were made. He, through the son, the worlds, okay? The worlds were made there, the universe and everything. And what I like about it is that it is not only, (laughs) hallelujah. I I have to move past this verse, but I'm getting distracted now, but I'll, I'll manage it to move past it. Um, the, the, the second thing he said about the son that is that he, through him the worlds were created. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, it talks about how the son, Colossians 1, 16, talks about how by him, say by him. By him. Say it again, by him. By him. All right, don't forget about that. Say by him. By him. Okay, talking about the son, all right, by him. All things, how many things? All, all things were created. Then it goes on to just throw a little bit of light about that eye in heaven and whether it's visible or invisible, whether thrones or dominion, principalities, all things were created. But so the, the point he's trying to make is he says that created, you can end there, you can keep that word. By him, all things were created. Then he talked about what are the things that are created in heaven, okay, things in heaven that are on earth, visible, invisible, thrones, dominion, powers. Principalities, powers, all those. So it's just, these are all created things. Powers, created things. Principalities, what? Created things. Thrones, what? Dominion, what? Created things. Heaven, what? Earth, what? So he spoke about these are all created things. Then he said again, remember, for by him. But the, then he said, all things were created. He repeats it. Did you notice that? There's a repetition there. He spoke about created. All things, by him, all things were created. Then this one said, all things were created through him. him. Not by him. Through him. The original Greek stands like, he is the substance. He, all right. The things, uh, go go to the next verse. Go to the next verse, verse 17. Verse 17. And before him, uh, uh, and he is before all things, and in him, all things consist. They are held together. The reason why your, your heart hasn't jumped out of your body. 
<laughs> the reason why, are you aware, are you aware that the, the earth spins? I mean, earth spinning, you know what it means? It's spinning on its axis, and we are all still on it, and I've been flown away. Because science, science will tell you there's something or centrifugal force, all right? It moves from the center of spin, but we are still, why? Because him, by him, all things consist. So he, everything was created by him and through him, for him. Ordinary human beings can't understand it. One of the, one of the funniest things as you go out to people will ask you, uh, how can you say Jesus is God? How? How can you say God has got a son? Now, in the first, before you even go into how can you say God has got a son or God created, God, Jesus is God, who do you think God is? If we can establish the philosophy and the theology of God, then we can move on for it. But if you think God has not got a son, that's where the problem is. So, so I can't be discussing this with you because you can't get it. Because the God you are describing is different from the God I'm talking about. The God you are describing can't come as a human being. The God you are describing does not have a son. So why are you, why are we, why are you trying to talk to me like we are talking about the same God? You are upset. You, you, you are upset because this God you know cannot come and relate to you. That's why you are upset. I said, how, how, I mean, how can you say God? How can you say God has got a son? How can you say that God? Because you don't know this God I'm talking That's why I'm talking to you. I want to introduce to you this God you don't know of. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like that. That's my God. When we come to church, the God we are worshiping is different from the gods. Even there are people in certain churches who don't know. Hebrews chapter 1, it says that, so Jesus Christ, uh, instead of talking about the son, number one, um, he's the heir of all things. Number two, go to the next verse. Number, number three, he is the brightness of God's glory. And the, number four, the express image of his person. I've I taken my time to explain all these things. So number four, the express image. Number five, upholding all things by the word of his the word of his power, that's what keeps everything together. He upholds all things. So if there's something you should look for, actually you should look for his word. When the word comes to you, that's what makes the difference. But I'm going to talk a bit more about that. Uh, by the word of his power. And, and when, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat at the right hand of majesty on I, he purged our sins. The, no prophet could have done this. And I told you some time ago, if you don't know where you died, if you don't know whether you are going to heaven or hell, it means that you are going to hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's straightforward. If you, right now, if you die and you don't know whether you go to heaven or hell, it means you are going to hell. Come on, how can you say, no one can? No, no, those of us going, we know. Yeah. So if you don't know, it's, it's a sign that you're actually going to hell. It's as simple as that. No, but I don't understand. How can, who do you think you are? The one who saved me told me I've saved you and you are going with me. But how can you know? I know because I'm saved. Now, are you saved? Oh, yes, but I don't know whether I'm going to heaven. That means you are not saved. Because what it means to be saved is that you know you are going to heaven. 
You are going to heaven and you're going to be with daddy. We are just going vacation. We're going back home. Where else am I going? I'm going home. Because you are homeless. Somebody shout hallelujah. So it's important to understand that Jesus purged our sins. The, the problem of sin is actually a very big problem. A lot of times people will try and massage their, condition their mind, it doesn't matter. I'll be okay. You're, you can't be okay. Anyone who can guarantee you forgiveness of sins, I think it's very stupid to follow him. Because he himself doesn't know where he's going, doesn't know whether his sins are forgiven. Back to the text. So Jesus Christ, then he talks about Jesus Christ is better than the angels. Hebrews chapter 1. Jesus Christ is better than the angels. And then he talks about, he begins to make a case <laughs> like that. He can imagine, he quotes seven Old Testament verses just to highlight the fact that Jesus is better than angels. If there is a land dispute, or if there's a dispute, we go to court. You win based on the documents you can produce. And so, Hebrews, he said, you guys in Hebrews, uh, let me show you. The only document that is authentic and reliable is the document of God. That governed the earth. That governed the creation and everything God does. And the document, so he quoted seven, seven references from the document that Jesus is better than angels. Because angels have been created with supernatural powers. As you sit now, you don't have supernatural powers. But angels were created with supernatural powers. I have, I have a reason why I said this, because it's going to come back in the December of the things I'm going to. Angels were created with supernatural powers. We were not created with supernatural powers. Angels, I think in Revelation chapter 5, verse 11, um, let me just make sure I get it. Revelation chapter 5, verse 11 is interesting. It talks about how these guys are amazing. They have access to God's presence. All right. Revelation chapter 5, verse 11 talks about, um, and I looked and beheld the voice of, of many angels around the throne. Did you see that? Angels around the throne and the living creatures. We, we can only go to the throne via Jesus Christ in our spirits at the moment. But the angels, practically, they are around the throne. Mm. The angels, they just hang around God's throne. Oh, these guys are amazing. I think you should clap for God for angels. <laughs> says that Revelation, he said, I saw around the throne. Revelation chapter 5 verse 11, it says that uh, may, the, the voice of many angels around the throne and the, uh, and the living creatures and the elders and the number of them was, was 10,000 times thousands and thousands of thousands. Yeah, Lord. That's why, that's why Hebrews talks, Hebrews chapter 12, it says that you have come into the company of innumerable angels. You can't count them. Innumerable. What's the, what the meaning of innumerable? You can't number them one, two, three. Only God knows their number. But they are innumerable. They are just there. And they are super, super beings. But it says for you not to get confused. Christ, his status, Christ. He's talking about Christ, who is the son of God, who came on earth, lived a human life, died a human death, was resurrected as man, and he's seated in the, on, the, on the throne of majesty. 
Bible says that Christ is higher than the angels because God never said to any of the angels, you are my son. That is a serious one. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 5. Said, to which of the angels has he ever said, you are my son, today I'm begotten you. They are very powerful people, but they don't get that status. In the same way, he said, to which of these angels has he ever said, not once has he ever, which has he ever, he will never tell an angel you are his son. You never tell an angel you are his son. But the son, he said, your throne, O God, is what this, this, Verse 8, 9, he said, your throne, O God, is an everlasting. He said, your throne, O God, is forever and ever your scepter. He said that to the son. God said that to the son. And he called the son, your throne, O God. The father speaking to the son, and the father addressing the son as, O God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, so where, where, do we, where do we fit in? Don't worry, you are coming. <laughs> we are coming in. And so he began to talk about the son, and then uh, he speaks about uh, better than the angels, and then he ends by, in the verse 14, that the angels, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, the angels are ministering spirits, okay? They are ministering spirits sent to minister to those who inherit salvation. So we are those who have inherited salvation. They are sent to minister to us. They are our servants. As much as they are so powerful, they are so supernatural in their operations. They are our servants. They are our servants. They are sent to minister to us. Because they are supposed to be serving you. You are not supposed to be serving them. They are supposed to be serving. Angels are to be serving us. But angels are, because they, they work, direct, work directly with God, they are, they, are, they are precision. They don't make mistakes. The ones who make mistakes are being shipped out. So you can't report an angel to God. Because they, 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 they serve in his presence, so they don't have fault. They serve us. I guess you know where I'm coming from. Then he goes on. I like the verse. Chapter 2, verse 1. Chapter 2, verse 1. It brings a warning. Therefore, we must give. We, say we must. We say we must. We, must. we talking about we Hebrews. We the people of God who have been saved. We, the heirs of salvation, we must give a more earnest heed, intense heed, attention. We must give a more, God won't do it for you. You have to do it yourself. What do you have to do? You have to pay attention. You have to give a more serious heed. Don't be distracted from these things that you are hearing. He said, we must, therefore, we must give a more endless heed to the things we have heard. You, you can't be saved without hearing. The fact that you are saved means that you heard something. Because you, you only get saved by faith. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says that, for it is by grace are ye saved through faith. God brings grace on the table. You bring faith on the table. Grace is God working. Faith is man, express, uh, uh, man exercising his confidence in God. So God brings grace. You bring faith. Then salvation happens. 
But how do you get faith? Where do you, can you go to the market and buy it? No. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by, are you getting? So then you cannot be saved without faith and you cannot have faith without hearing. So that means you can be saved without hearing. Now, in Romans chapter 10, verse 13, it says that as many as shall shall call on, as many as call on his name shall be saved, okay? Shall be saved. Then it says, but how shall they call on him whom they haven't believed? And how shall they believe on him of whom they have not heard? Okay, so then you need to hear in order to believe to be saved. So you can't tell me you have been saved, but you didn't hear anything. Then you have not been saved. You are going to hell. I mean, it's a straight for that. It's not nice to say that, but it's, it's a fact to say that. When you go to the doctors and they, look, they check you and they say, hey, I, I can see a, a, black, a black suit around your kidney. It's not nice to hear that, but what? They have to tell you so that you can do something about the situation. It's not that the person doesn't like you. He's there to help you. So he has to tell you the facts so that he can. So if you are going to hell, How do you know you are going to hell? If you don't know whether you are going to heaven or not, that means you are going to hell. That means you are not saved. But how can I be saved? You have to hear. I did, I've not heard anything so far. Ah, then you are not saved. Because you need to hear to be saved. And now, watch this. He says that, watch this, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. He says that, therefore, let us give. Therefore, we must give a more earnest heed to the things we have heard. So if you say we must give a more energy to the things we have heard, that starts to imply that you've heard something. You can't say to the things we have heard when you haven't heard anything. Yeah. Yeah. So what, has, what, what is he supposing we have heard? You can't be a Hebrew without having heard. You can't be saved without having heard. Mm, okay. Am I communicating something to somebody? Yeah. So let us give more heed to the things we have heard. Why? Why should I give less, less we, let, lest we drift away? In other words, it can, these things can slip by. I explained how ship that is not moored can be carried away by the, the waves. So it will just drift away. So you can be sitting beside a miracle. You can be sitting, beside, uh, sitting right in front of a blessing, the blessings of God for your future, for your family, and you can let these things drift away. <laughs> Hallelujah. Therefore, we must pay more energy to these things that, that we don't drift away. Why don't we have to drift away? Because, and it brings, like what I was explaining last week, verse 2. It says that, if, for if the word spoken, that means it, this, thing, this whole thing is word-based. Spoken word, okay? If the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, I explained to you in the Old Testament, and actually the law was given through angels, Okay? And all the instructions that were given to them through the angels' instructions, that those things were valid. It proved steadfast because it told Samson, don't touch your hair. It told Samson's mother, his hair should not be touched. When Samson allowed his hair to be touched, what happened? That means what the angels say is steadfast. So the instructions the angels brought, he said, even if so, if the instructions angels brought were proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward. Every transgression, that reward, you remember the reward I spoke about? 
Mr. Padosia, everything that every trial, Mr. Padosia is not a reward for doing good. It's actually reward, a compensation or recompense, reaction for breaking a law for what you do. Now, every every transgression, every put it on the screen again. That's interesting. Interesting. It didn't escape my, my attention last week. Every, say every. Every. Every transgression and every disobedience will receive it. Everyone. Don't say, oh, this one is not big, that, big enough. This one is. Every transgression under the law, under the law, under the law, received a just, okay, just Mr. Padusia, just recompense. That, in other words, if, if you do this, if you go far 20 degrees, you receive 20 degrees punishment. If you go far 80 degrees, what do you get? 80 degrees punishment. When it comes to the reward for breaking, for transgression and disobedience, God is a just God. Some people will say, but why did Jesus, Jesus didn't do anything. Why did he have to go through that? Because of you, he received that just treatment of God. That's why on the cross, he couldn't come down. The thief told him, come down and save if you are God. Come down and save yourself and save us too. They laughed at him that if you are the, now he says the son of God, he saved others, he can't save himself. If you are the son of God, jump off. The, the, he, had to, he had to stay there because he was paying for you and I. Listen, your sins have been paid for. Don't keep them. He didn't suffer for nothing. He suffered for us. It's called the vicarious death. He suffered for us. The just for the unjust. Once you are in Christ, the Bible says that in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it talks about how um, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and, and, and forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all our right. Verse 7, chapter 1, verse 7, it says that, but if we walk in the light of fellowship, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So the blood of Jesus, it cleanses. Your sins have been paid for. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19, it talks about how we have not been saved by corruptible things, all right, from our aimless conducts received from tradition, from, by tradition from our fathers, by what, verse 19, but by the precious, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish. We have been saved by the blood. That it pays us. We have been saved. Bible says that um, in Acts chapter 20, I think, yeah, verse 26 to 28, somewhere, the Acts chapter 20, 20, it talks about how, therefore, test, I test, I'm innocent of every man, but verse 28, verse 28, it talks about take it to yourself, take it to yourself, and, um, and to the flock, among with the Holy Spirit, among, to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. Now, purchase tells you payment. Jesus paid to buy you. So your sins have been paid for. It's paid for. Paid for. Someone shout, I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. In Christ. In Christ. If you are not in Christ, your sin will take you to hell. <laughs> I like it when I talk about heaven and hell. Because at the end of the day, it's heaven and hell that will not go. <laughs> oh yeah, we are going there. Me, I'm going to heaven. I don't know about you. Praise the Lord. All right, let, let me write this text. So Hebrews chapter 2, it says that we have to be careful lest... Um, we drift away, okay? And then it says that for the message that were delivered by angels had just recompense. If the message delivered by angels have just recompense, it said then verse 3, verse 3, I like the verse 3, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3. How shall we escape if we neglect? You remember the word neglect, the Greek word neglect? 
Ameleo, if we neglect, we, if we pay, we do not pay heed, if we disregard uh, so great a salvation. What makes our salvation great is the, the one who brings us the salvation. Some of you have got some stuff in your houses, gift that was given to you by somebody, and you treasure it so much. Maybe the value is not, uh, the market value may not be so high, but you have so much value to it because it was given to you by, you know, your grandmother. It's, you have a sentimental value to it because of where it's coming from. Where it's coming from. There are some things you can't give to anybody because of who gave it to you. Our salvation is so great because of where it came from. Jesus gave us the salvation. His person. So it's not just his work that gave us this. His person and his work. The things he did. The things he died on the cross to save us. Man. And he himself. He saved us not just to save us, to leave us. He saved us into an inheritance. We have been saved from what is perishing. It's such a great salvation. So in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, he says that he is able to save to the uttermost. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost. Those who come to God through him. Why? Since he always leads to make intercession for them. That's his job now. That's his job now. He's doing, he's making intercession on your behalf. He's making intercession on your behalf. He's making intercession on your behalf. It's good, it's good to have people praying for you. It's good to have people praying for you. But in case no one tells you I'm praying for you, I want you to know that Jesus is praying for you. He's praying for you. Tell someone Jesus is praying for you. He said, he ever liveth, he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Who are the them? Us. It's making ever, ever. He's always alive. And he's seated at the throne of majesty and interceding on your behalf. Interceding on your behalf. First, your salvation and your forg forgiveness of your sin. Once you have saved, you must also enjoy forgiveness of sin. In case you sin, 1 John chapter 2, verse 1. In case you sin, we have an The word is advocate with the Father. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> if we, anyone says we have an advocate, where is he? He's with the Father. So it's not just that you are going to heaven. Whilst you are here, he's talking to the Father about you, about your health, about your business, about your career, about your marriage, ab 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 about your children. The things that matter to you, he's talking to the Father. He's making sure that your forgiveness of sins is, is being effected. So he says that, he, watch this, he says that, he, he, verse, verse John chapter 1, verse 9, he says that for he's faithful and just to forgive. He's faithful and the key word, faithful, two words, faithful and just. God can't say he can't forgive you because someone has paid the price. And he's, so God is faithful, he's just. If he doesn't forgive, he's unjust. He, can't, he doesn't have any grounds not to, ah, not to forgive you. <laughs> God doesn't have grounds because he's a just God yes. and actually he's faithful to the deal. Jesus has paid for it so Jesus said daddy so the angels are about to allow that sickness to wipe off your skin because of the mess you have done and then you pray God forgive me not because of your sickness but you just genuinely ask for forgiveness but you didn't know that that sin because sin yeah, sin 
Sin comes with sickness. Anytime you see there's sin somewhere, just don't look fast. Sickness is also there. Uh, <laughs> Read your Bible. He said, who forgives all your iniquities and then heals the diseases that came with the sin? Jesus healed the man. He says that, go and sin. That means he used to sin. That's why the thing came. <laughs> they asked him, who sinned that this man was born blind? Is it his father? Because the man was born blind. He, before he was, he was born, he, before he could do anything, he had a sickness. So who sinned? It was a common knowledge, common understanding that the sins come with sickness. So Jesus healed the man. He said, go and sin no more, lest a worse thing comes on you. Anytime you see people feeling comfortable in sin, just don't look too far. Doctors are waiting. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. <laughs> but because, watch, watch this, watch this. I don't know what legal rights or what allowed that sickness to come around you. But because we have an advocate with the Father. Are you getting me? Because we have an advocate with the Father and he has paid for the sins, that means the sickness doesn't have any right, legal right, to stay there. Every sickness in your body, if you are a believer, every sickness in your body is illegal. to some greater salvation. How can we escape if we neglect it? You have to know this is other than that they slip by and suffer like others suffer. Oh. Ah. Ah. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. He says that, let me just move on to that text. Oh, my time again. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Watch this, watch this. Which at the first began, began, that's it, as it ended. Not spoke. It said, began to be spoken by Jesus and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. So the thing is, you someone hears and begins to give, is giving the audacity to pass it on. So those who heard him there and then, in John chapter 1, he says the things we have seen, the things we have heard, the things we have handled, that's what we are speaking to you. So you don't slip by. <laughs> I get you what I'm saying. The things we have seen. And so they heard him. They spoke to us. They be- Watch this. This is interesting. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I told you, this whole thing is word-operated. The universe, everything in life is word-operated. If you don't have words or don't know words, you will suffer in life. You want to win the court case, you must have a lawyer who knows how to use the words. If, if, two things, you must know the words written, law, okay, when you go to court. You must know what is written, the, the words written, and you must know how to speak it. Declare your case. Argue your case. Court is about argument. They can say that, yeah, yeah we, can, we know, we know you stole it, but we can't. You have argued your case that I didn't steal it. The, the, the uh, prosecutor couldn't cogently argue the case that you did it. And the defense have been able to defend, argue that he didn't do it, even though everyone saw. 
everyone knows that he did it. Wes, say Wes. And so, if even human written words can win in a law court, how much more you having the word of God? The word of God, you win in life with God's word. Uh, I said you win in life with God's word. You win, you triumph in life with God's word. That's why if the devil can do anything, he has to first of all take away the word from you by making you always sleep when you're reading your Bible, by making you say things like, I don't even know what to read. I don't even, but I've quoted about seven, more than seven scriptures. You haven't written any of them, and yet you go home and sit and say, I don't know what to read. I don't know where to read. I don't, what they were quoting, why didn't you write it? I didn't go and start from there. <laughs> it's Satan who is, who is making you so that the word will sleep. After services, you have to buy the message or get the message. Hear it and hear it so it doesn't sleep. Yes. There are things I'm saying which you won't hear now. Yes. There are things I'm saying that even me, I'll hear it later when I hear it again. The word. So you have to pay careful heed. You've listened to so much music and so much music and you like me. So much music and music and music. And now you polish it by saying that this is gospel rap. <laughs> <laughs> Let the word wrap you. In Colossians, I'm quoting another one. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, it said, Let the word of God dwell in you richly. If the word of God is not in you, you are, you are cheap prayer for the devil, even though you are saved. You can show me someone who is saved and doesn't have a word, and I'll show you someone the devil will be throwing about, beating about. Satan will be whacking you. Whacking you. As same person, Satan is whacking you. Bible said he sent his word and healed. That's why you can't afford to go to, a, to church and you don't hear the God's word. I'm just trying to tell somebody, download the messages. Listen to the messages. Be careful. So the word of God doesn't, you see, how many of you have tried to grow some plants and garden before? They don't, nice crops don't just grow. You have to make them grow and deal with weeds. So if you're thinking, oh, things will just happen, word of God will be just developing in my system. Because I go to church and I want, oh, my pastor, he can preach, oh, I've been sitting listening. That's not enough. That's not enough. That's not enough. You will be very empty. And Satan will blow you. <sighs> this one is even too heavy. <laughs> some of us, some of us, we are like this. <sighs> Satan, ah, this is too heavy. <laughs> Maybe I'm not, I'm not eating that. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. <laughs> it's very important. So pay attention to the things you have heard. Jesus saves. So how can we escape how can, if we neglect so great a salvation, which first, at first, began to be spoken to us by the Lord and, and was confirmed by, to us by those who heard him? Then the next one, that's where, I thought that's what I was going to preach on verse 4. So I came prepared with the Greek word for science, Simeon, the Greek word for uh, wonders, terras, and then the Greek word for miracles, dunamis. I came for verse 4. I came for verse 4. <laughs> it says, God also, four things God was bearing witness. 
to the words that were spoken. God also, oh man, I didn't get the chance to teach. I was going to take you to John. Jesus said, if you don't believe me for the words I say, believe me for the works I do. John chapter 10. Believe me for the words. Believe me for the words. These words, the works I approve to the fact that I'm from the Father. The works. So any word that has not got backing is not a word. God. And I'm going to show you, God confirms, God doesn't, ah, God doesn't do miracles because someone needs them. God doesn't do miracles because someone is suffering. That's why there are all kinds of doctors and experts to help the suffering, manage the suffering. He does miracles to confirm. That's why he does it. He does these things to confirm his word, to show that he is behind it. He told Moses, take this rod with which you will do wonders. Moses said, if I go and they don't listen to me, what would I? He said, do wonders with this rod. If they don't believe what you are saying, when they see what you are doing, ah, hallelujah. In the book of, can I preach at all? In the book of Acts chapter 2, verse 22, Jesus Christ, Bible said, Jesus Christ, a man, say a man, say a man. I can't hear you, shout a man. Jesus, Jesus, men of Israel, Jesus of Nazareth, a man, attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him. Yet, when he spoke, something, the Bible said God was the one doing it. God did it through him. In your midst. Just to let you know that he didn't come by himself. In John chapter 3, the man came, Nicodemus. He said, we know, we know you are a man sent from God. Because these miracles you do, no one can do them. God is, and listen, and he said, that with the, and he gave the, he confirmed with the Holy, giving the Holy Spirit. Gifts given by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit himself is a gift. God's business is to confirm his word. Bible said he confirms the counsel of his messengers. I can't wait for next week. Simeon, Teras, and Dunamis. Did you receive something? Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Shout hallelujah. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.